Welcome to episode 85 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar's here. How you doing, Warren? I am here. I am good. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Another great episode. Uh, lots to talk about. I found some good topics. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Uh, um, I thought uh, talking about backup was a was a good uh, was a good choice uh, this week, and I haven't really spent a lot of time on that. So I think you and I will have some good discussion relating to yeah. backup because people seem to forget how important backup is and backing up your iPhone, or your iPad. Um, so uh, we'll. Uh, we will uh, jump into that, and as well as the news of the day, and uh, we're lots of some some tips and uh, apps, and you know the, the same old stuff you guys love uh, when you listen to this show. So uh, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, just dive right in and talk about what's going on here. Uh, first story that caught my eye is um, nine to five Mac. It was uh, actually a story. It was yesterday. When will Apple release iOS thirteen point four to the public? And, and I just, I was kind of. Pre- Interested to see, well, why would you have an article like this when the beta version just, so we talked about it last week, of course. Um, why yeah. they'll be asking this question already, but of course, it's going to be out in a few months. But uh, read through this article and uh, they uh, said evidence shows that it potentially could be all released, you know, the iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, Watch OS, TV OS uh, will all get released sometime to the public in March. Um, I don't know if you read this and had any uh, comments on yeah, this. Yeah, no, I, I did. And they kind of compare it to a, a major release in iOS 12.2, yeah. which was um, kind of in a similar uh, March period. And they they call it a major release. Um, you know, I, I don't see exactly why that would be that much different than the last release. Right. Um, there's, there's a... The big change, obviously, is uh, the the unified apps. That's going to be the big one, right? Yeah, is, we talked about that too last week, and yeah. And so this this kind of was a derivative of what we talked about last week, but it's just, uh, yeah. It's usually the betas will, you know, they 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 we, they play around them for a few months, and then they decide, okay, I think we're ready to roll. And usually, I I think most ones the last beta, what would they go through about six, I believe, five six, before they yeah, finally released it. That to released it so um yeah and there's and as i said there's not i mean there's not a lot that's not really waiting for it should should be impatient about it you know there was there's i think the public beta dropped for uh for it yesterday or day it before did. tuesday as yeah, we record so this public, yep. public beta came out uh two days ago so people um you know who are hot to test it can test it on that but yeah you know for the most part you know, it, this is not a, a huge, you know, d- there's not a lot of FOMO uh, as a beta user, I could tell you uh, on this yeah. level to to really care that much about it. Well, I think everybody wants the mail apps icons back as I started oh, realizing right. it now I had, as I had been uh, oh. moving email because I, I, I file emails into a folder every time I get one um, and, and, and a certain email and uh I just come to realize, oh, yeah, this is kind of stupid why the way they do this. I have to click the the reply button, and then oh, oh there's there's the move button right there. Now they have um, um, the flag uh, f- file and the and the delete uh, back yeah. under the toolbar like it should have been. 
Yeah, but you know the muscle. Trust me, when the, you guys start getting this, uh, or when the public gets it, the muscle memory is going to be terrible. Because I'm just yeah. Uh, right now, I'm just <laughs> flagging all my I'm flagging all my spam. I really still am after like a week and a half. So, so like <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'll I'll think of deleting something that I'll log in on my Mac and I'll I'll see yeah. in my mail app all the the, the f- things that are flagged. I'm like, all right, well I I guess I have to follow up the Prince of uh, Siberia. I guess I have to follow up with the penis pills. I gotta follow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I gotta follow up with all this. Uh, yeah. The, the, with Apple uh, locking my my account, uh, so I gotta follow. Yeah. So, no, you gotta follow up on that stuff. I gotta follow up. So it, it's yeah. it's it's gonna take some time. So oh yeah. The only Plus, thing, like you said, muscle thing, memory. You you get used to it and then. The, yeah, the only thing I just don't want them to change it back at this point because at this point I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I'm used to it. So for the most part. So let's uh, we'll go ahead and move on. Uh, next article, next next story was uh, actually on the Mac Observer. Our friend Andrew Orr wrote this: uh, Apple Card now supports OFX to export transactions. Finally. Um, uh, so last month they gave us the ability uh, through Apple Cards you can do it the, the CSV format. Now you can uh, export it into the Open Financial Exchange format, which is uh, financial apps like Mint support and probably Quicken as well. Um, so uh, the way you do this is uh, you go into uh, uh, you go on the iPhone, go into your wallet app, tap on the Apple Card, then you tap uh, like the card balance, and then tap on a monthly statement. Then you can uh, tap export transactions. Then finally, you can open it up in that OFX file. Um, but it uh, still looks like you can only, go only do one month at a time, which is kind of silly because some people like to do a whole year. So I guess that's going to be kind of a pain until that uh, gets in place. What did you think? Yeah, no, I, I read when they could do the CSV. I haven't. I don't have any need of, uh, to do it, so I haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, you don't use the card very much. <laughs> well, I, I, I do here and there, so I bought yeah. a couple of my when I had the 3%. Uh, That's true. Off. That's true. So I did that. But uh, generally, I've been pretty good. Like, as soon as I do it, I'll pay off the, the bill after I get my Apple cash back, which is what I use it for more or less. So. Yeah. Uh, but that's good to know. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm Not sure much I'm sure Quicken, let me check that real fast, but I'm sure Quicken will do that well, too. That, I believe that that OFX file is standard for most of the uh, financial applications, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, OFX download into Quicken Deluxe. There's a uh, there's an yep. article on how to do it, to import data into Quicken. So There, there you go. go. So if you are one of those guys mm-hmm. and gals who like to keep uh, keep up on your ex- expenses and want to import into your uh, your favorite uh, financial software, you can now do it with your Apple card. So let's uh, move on. Uh, this article is on The Verge. Um, how Samsung's Galaxy S20 compares with the iPhone 11. Now, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at analyzing all this stuff because, honestly, it's Android. <laughs> and I don't know how, how much time you've spent on it, but I do see they've got a lot of cameras on this this new uh, 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 S20. and. They said the they're saying here here is it's got some good photos and they compared it, uh, but the prices holy cow the the S twenty is just off the charts it's just some crazy pricing. Um, yep. Did, did so you take a look at any uh, of the at any of the uh, the the lenses? I mean, of course, they also include the Z fold, which I'm, this article doesn't even talk about. But um, right, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I looked at it. I mean, a couple of things that um, I don't think it's in this article, but I I 
yeah. read somewhere else is uh, it fine. does AK it does AK video. Yeah, it does um, AK video. I saw that. So what they were saying is, <laughs> I forgot the actual number, but it was like one minute of AK video takes up almost like you know five hundred megabyte. It's crazy. Jesus. Uh, so like people were saying, uh, you know, you could fill up. It would take like an hour to fill up uh, a maxed out um, uh, phone plus the, the memory card in there, uh, the SD card. So, yeah. um, so you know, but that's cool, I guess. If you have an 8K TV, if you want to shoot 8K video, yeah. And then the other, the other interesting thing was the uh, 5G support, which is obviously uh, kind of a, uh, you know, you know, you got the two camps. You got the people who say it doesn't. You know, right. not there yet. It's not a big deal. iPhones don't have it. But, you know, then there's me who thinks, yeah, maybe it's not here yet. But for people who want to keep their phones for a couple of years, they're right. going to they're going to want to they're going to be in an issue. They'll, they'll be in a position where it's either 5G or new phone. So, um, you know, so the, this has it. And, and what they're saying is basically not all of the line has the yeah. ultra wide one um, yeah the the the, the ultra i think they call it yeah 1399 well, the, the ultra <laughs> yeah so there's two 5g's just real fast there's there's yeah. uh there's one that's uh slower but covers more area and then there's one right. that's super fast that covers less the mm area, wave so. band exactly um, I mean, look at the cameras. Oh, my God. Gosh, the yeah. uh, yeah, 108 megapixel on the on the S20 Ultra. And then you have the standard 12 megapixel on the other two models. Um, you know what? The iPhone takes a awfully gosh darn good uh, photo for what I get from my Macs. And yeah, 108 I mean, megapixel, be, who needs that? <laughs> there used to be a thing that, you know, where people start saying that the the amount of megapixel didn't really matter so much uh yeah. as much as some of the other factors but yeah now it takes good pictures uh i mean i'm not really interested at all in these s20s no. the, the, the flip phone i would like to play with just yeah the z fold yeah yeah so i mean i would love to i want to see a see break it does <laughs> <laughs> like the other one yeah. did <laughs> the other one did or didn't I even make it to market better yeah, it, supposedly it's got a better glass screen, but there's two of them came out at the same time, or at least they will come out the Motorola one and the uh, yeah. the Samsung one. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting to to see what it does. But I mean, if anything, it's it's good to get you know people excited about the foldable phones, so then Apple will come along and do it right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully at some point. So here you go. And uh, our next article was at 9to5Mac, and uh, this was uh, last week, actually. I caught, I caught this. Uh, new Apple TV 4K hardware appears close, closer to be launching based on the tvOS 13.4 beta code. So we've got 13.4 in beta right now, as we talked about previously. Um, but apparently there's going to be a new Apple TV released that, that, that it says in here. I mean, I don't think it's going to be much. I mean, there's already a 4K. So I, I wasn't really kind of sure what this, uh, what really is the differences. Uh, did you see anything with this? Um, no, same as you. I, I saw the article. Uh, I, I, I heard about it when the beta was first released. Uh, yeah. I heard some other podcasters speculating on what it could be, whether it's going to be just like a stick device or if it's going to be. Uh, oh, yeah. And I guess it could not be, it won't be like like the same style maybe. Uh, 
maybe you know because uh you know if anything i think the only thing that people really want from apple tv at this point is to to have it cheaper because yeah because it's kind of a pricey especially when you price- get a roku and a yeah, and exactly. Those and to Apple, Amazon Fire Stick for Amazon so much cheaper. Amazon Fire Stick for like forty bucks. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know how about you, but my Apple TV is basically Netflix, Amazon, and and uh, Apple TV Plus. So, right, I don't do games on it. I mean, I don't look at my pictures on it. I don't play music on it. So, you know, if they're coming out with another one, what would I want? I don't know. Maybe. You know, I talked about this before. It could become a real gaming system if if they do it right, yeah. but they haven't done it right, and they have they have so many good opportunities to make it a fun center of a game console for families because everybody has iPads and iPhones. And right. You can use the controllers. You could do like you know, you could do like game nights on it. You could do like you know, like you know, people could play like Wheel of Fortune online with each other. I mean, there's a lot of cool things you could do that they don't do. Um, and, and even just make really better games for it, where you know, it kind of like a Nintendo Switch where you could play on your iPhone and then you know, kind of like uh, control it that way onto the TV. But uh, it's, they, they're just not even doing it right. And even the Apple Arcade, I don't think that many people are playing yeah. it. You can on the Apple TV, but I don't even think that many people are, to be honest with you. I think you know, they're just playing it on their iPads or iPhones, yeah, yeah. So um, the uh, next story we're going to talk about is Sprint and T-Mobile has now been finally approved, which I think is a good thing. Um, this is an Apple Insider. We have to link to, to this article. Uh, this was back on uh, the February 11th that uh, the judge uh, approved, uh, the U.S. District Judge uh, Judd Victor Marrero has approved the merger of all the, the cell carriers to T-Mobile and Sprint. Um, he said the merger still has to be approved by the California Public Utilities Commission, but this announcement was seen as the last major hurdle for the $26.5 billion deal. Because um, a lot of the, there was 13 states, including my home state of Illinois, was uh, the attorney generals were arguing and, uh, that uh, it would result in lesser competition. Uh, I can't see that. They, they were already talking about Dish Network potentially becoming a fourth carrier at some point that they would have, you know, because they're going to sell off... Uh, uh, they're going to sell off some of their their product pr- properties, um, and um, it it you know, it's going to give AT and T and Verizon a run for the money. Honestly, um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, the, there was news stories when that happened, and you know, I just remember turning to like ABC and basically said, you know, it showed <laughs> it showed all the major you know carriers, and yeah. then they they kind of took T-Mobile and Sprint merge into one. And it's like, oh no, we're only left with three major carriers. We're very Verizon. Oh no. Uh, AT- yeah. Verizon, <laughs> AT&T and T-Mobile. So people are kind of panic over that, but. Yeah, there'll um, be a fourth one. I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And you, you know, you also have the, the smaller carriers that kind of piggyback off, um, kind of piggyback such as uh what boost and uh even uh xfinity has a mobile service now too right yeah, xfinity off. does uh verizon mint verizon. mobile which i i have uh i have an account with them is, is t-mobile t-mobile um, right and then mint, you see uh, a lot of podcasters uh, have actually advertised mint so mint's actually a good good service um right it's next i mean i think i paid uh for a full year i paid 115 dollars and i get eight gigs of data and unlimited phone and text which is crazy 
So you're still having a comp, you know, you're still having a competition with, you know, those right. kind of other services too. True. You know, it's just a major, you know, it's just, you know, if you go with, you know, um, Mint, then T-Mobile's getting a cut, obviously, of some of it because they're, you know, using the towers for it. So. Right, right. So then, we'll see, you know, if anything, it's, it's good for T-Mobile customers. It's definitely good for Sprint customers. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Sure. And and it will give you more, uh, hopefully, more service in more places. So uh, there was a addendum to that. Uh, I just saw this in Fortune magazine that uh, the German the German company of T-Mobile, who of course Deutsche Telekom is who their their parent is, um, is likely going to leverage to negotiate a lower price uh, because uh, it had been sitting. This has been take this took over two years, <laughs> so mm-hmm. they they may want to lower inflation. the price now since you know inflation everything has dropped in price so. They're, that's just kind of uh, they're, they're, that's chatter too. So who knows? This could this could keep going on longer. Yeah. <laughs> so should should and, be interesting. John Legier is uh, stepping down, right? Yeah, Don, John Legier is, is stepping down, which I'm I'm sad about. Actually, he's a trip. Yeah, he's well, funny. I, I, I follow him on uh, Instagram and, and uh, Twitter, and he just is, is a, a fun guy. He really got he really got the. I mean, he's kind of what turned me on to, to T-Mobile just watching what he did and how he really just got things exciting with T-Mobile. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and the plan I have is just amazing. I just can't complain. I mean, I'll, and I've talked about it before overseas travel didn't have to pay a dime other than just getting the extra plan. And so I could have faster speeds for data and, yeah. um, and my wife, unlimited, my wife, yeah, unlimited everything. I mean, my wife just went to London for a trip there you uh, go. For, for work and she's like, nothing. she's like, what do I need? What do we need to do with the phone? I'm like, no, just go. Nothing. She's like, you're kidding me. And she's like, <laughs> nope. yeah, no, just go. Just use as much day as you so choose. The only thing is it does, it is slow. You have to pay. It's, if you want to pay, if you want to have uh, 4G or higher LTE, it's good. You have to pay uh, $15 for, for the yeah, month. I, but I which think I did, on, which I did on, when we went to Italy last year. With our plan, I think we dropped down to three. And then if there's a plan underneath our plan, which drops down to two. Yeah. But whatever. It's still, you know, Verizon, you know, we had Verizon before and it's, yeah. you could buy, it's, it's so expensive, man. Oh, it, I know. It's, Verizon's it's ridiculous. Still, I don't understand. How people yeah, are happy with Verizon. I just, and the international plan was just insane. It was like 15 megs. You got like 15 megs of data for like uh, like something like 20 bucks. Use that up in about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's like, gotta check my mail. Gotta turn off the radio. Oh, 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 oh. No, here comes I'll another bl- Believe me, I've been there many times. Yep, AT&T yep. was the worst with that too. So they're, they're both the too. same with that. comes to that. Crazy. Well, you know what it is? T-Mobile's international company, you know, German Deutsche Telekom, and they have a lot of, a lot of a position in, in, in Europe and across the world. So why not? It doesn't cost them as much because they're using their network. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And when I lived in uh, London, we had, you know, hey, you know T-Mobile yeah. was there. Yeah. Was there. Um, so uh, next story, nine to five Mac, Apple launches uh purchase button for AR quick look feature with Home Depot, Wayfair, uh, both Home Depot and Wayfair is on board. Um, this is uh, this is really where we're coming into with AR, uh, the quick look feature, letting the retailers to be able to sell their products right right from within the AR experience, and it's rolling out. Uh, Going to give you be able to uh, opportunity to be able to expand on on a photo of a particular product that they're trying to sell and be able to zoom on to it. Um, AR is here, man. Um, in the article, it says uh, Home Depot one eight hundred flowers. 
Wayfair, Bang & Olufsen, and many more are starting to roll out with their Quick Look integrations. What do you think? Yeah, and that article came out today, and I uh, it took me a while to try to understand what they were talking about. But my, I guess what it is is if you're in your house and you use AR and you 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 point right. to you're in the app and you're in Wayfair, you could put a table in your right. house using AR, mm -hmm. and then if you want to buy it, you just click on say buy it. So I'm guessing that's uh, what they're doing. Yep, uh, that's exactly what they're doing because uh, IKEA actually has been doing that for a while with their catalog too, where you can. Uh, open up their catalog, look for, because, you know, Ikea's got uh, all kinds of furniture, tables, chairs, wherever, and you can actually do a virtual where it puts the chairs and tables in your room in, in your room, and uh, uh, lets you can virtually see uh, what it looks like before you buy it. Right, but I guess now with this, you can actually click on the table right. in the picture and say buy now or something like that, which is... That too. Cool. Yep. Yeah, very cool. So... More and more AR keeps coming on here. And then uh, finally, I and this is a Mac Rumors uh, caught my eye here today. This actually, the article actually came out today as well. Apple's HomePod placed sixth in global speaker market in the quarter of four in 2019. And I looked at this list of some of the uh, some of the speakers that it's way behind on. As I haven't even heard of them before. Uh, of course, Amazon and Google were number one, number two. No surprise there. Uh, but have you heard of any of these other companies in here? Beidou, uh, Alibaba. Oh, Alibaba. Okay, heard of them. Well, the, the, yeah, I didn't know they have a smart speaker. I guess I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. So Beidou sounds Indian to me. Alibaba. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's uh, Alibaba is overseas, of course, too. Yeah. So that that's Zumi. Yeah, Zumi. Um, so yeah, no, I. I it's it's not good for Apple I'm with two point six percent of yeah well I think it was priced a little high I mean especially you got Amazon who's selling Amazon Echoes especially you get the Echo Dot for thirty bucks and so does Google with the Google Mini um, they're getting a lot of these devices in people's hands uh, and they don't have to spend a ton of money to do it and uh, and start off with it and a lot of times they're giving away from free the dots and the and the uh, yeah, yeah. and the Minis I, I got I got the free one. Uh, in fact, I had already bought my Pixel 2XL, and they, they, I saw online they had an opportunity to buy get a free one. I was like, all right, cool, I'll do that, because I'd, I'd already got it, uh, like a really cheap one, when I first got the phone, but now I got two of them, and that one, the one they just sent me is still sitting in the box, so I haven't even opened yeah. it yet. But I mean, I mean I've, already got, I've already got the HomePod, I've already got the Echo sitting in my house. And and I have uh, I actually have a Google Hub behind me here uh, that you can I don't know if you yeah. can see it and, and, and uh, I actually like this Google Hub it's not it, it's got this nice little small screen you can you can say you uh, Google uh, and uh, tell it to play things um, like I want to watch a video I can tell you know open YouTube and play whatever and it does it and it's great and you can also of course you can also stream it from your iPhone if you have something in YouTube or something else right to it through you know. Uh, uh, through Chromecast type uh, technology, so mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's in, I know it's, I think Apple's going to have some challenges really as they keep going with. But like I look at people like my wife who really doesn't you know they don't care that much about the sound um, right. as long as it doesn't sound horrible and and if it answers the questions and, and oh yeah, absolutely you know, like they don't we care. have so we have uh, I have. Uh, in, in my other room, I have two home pods. I got two uh, yeah, echoes. Two pods right I, next to me here. <laughs> then I have a Google. Uh, I got the Google Mini. So, yeah. you, know, it's, you know, sometimes I'll be playing music on one of them, and my wife will come in the room and say, uh, start saying, "Hey, S, 
turn off the music, nothing happens. Right. Uh, hey, G, turn off the music, nothing happens. <laughs> you can't say, hey, G, you have to say, okay, G. <laughs> Whatever. So she'll, she'll come in and try Whatever. to ask. She'll try to ask 500 assistants to stop the music before I do it. But, I mean, again, it's, it, you know, you, you gravitate. And, and, you know, she's, you know, I'll see her pick up her phone couple times and then try to ask Siri these questions that I'm like, there's yeah. no way that Siri is going to answer that question. There's just no way. So, no. Yeah. no, no, I, I, I have to, I have to say, I'll, I'll, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but I will say it anyway. You know, us, us males always like have a bit, a little bit of fart humor, you know, mm-hmm. and then you, you ask Siri and no comment <laughs> when you ask Alexa, plenty of comments. <laughs> So we've got some humor uh, humor in the teams that, that program these devices. Same thing with uh, the Google devices, too. So yeah, yeah, they do have right. fun with these devices, too. So I know I probably shouldn't have admitted I, that, that I even do that, even ask them, or, or I should say. Uh, but That was a lot of fun. We, we drive, that's we way drive, fun. Yeah. We drive the dog crazy by making barking noises. Uh, well, make, you know what yeah. it is? I, I like to put the two devices next to each other and like let them have a battle because they'll start talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes you'll just be in a room and and one of them and you don't know who it is. But when I'm saying yeah. it's like, okay, I'll get right on that. And then you're like, who's a who said that? Which one of your speakers are talking? And B, what are you talking about? So yeah, it, it's a it's a mess. It is. So, all right, uh, that's the news for this week. Uh, let's uh, dive right into our topic. Uh, this week I thought uh, uh, t- talking about backing up your iOS device, and I think a lot of people get confused on how it works. What do you do? And uh, and what there is all about. So we're going to talk about actually three, um, and you can actually add add anything into this you'd like, Corn. Um, three I came up with, of course. Number one is iCloud. If you're not using iCloud, you're crazy. Um, mm-hmm. It's the easiest way to make sure your device is backed up. Um, backing up um, on your Mac, which the old days was in iTunes. Uh, now it's through Finder. Uh, and people are all thrown off by that now with Catalina, Mac OS 15, the 10.15 Catalina, because they, of course, separated all the apps, music, podcasts, and TV are all separate apps now. Um, and now the backup was moved into the Finder. So you'll see the device show up as a device, you know, in your in your Finder. You click it, and then you'll have all the same information that you had um, in iTunes that's in the Finder now. The third thing is is a third party app that I'm very been very impressed with, and I know you have too. Is iAmazing, um, iAmazing.com. It's just their website. Very powerful app that uh, that does a lot of uh, great things beyond just backups. You know, I mean, you have full out access to your messages and to your music, and I mean, you actually can get to your device and actually copy these things off of your off of your device. Uh, compared to the other two, you can't do that. Oh yeah, I mean it's you a flat. Get, you get really crazy. You go into file. There's actually a file. So yeah, file system. You can do transfers. Right. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah. and for for twenty nine bucks, I mean, I think this 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 utility is just absolutely incredible. Yep. Um, your phone calls. I mean, any any, any of your phone, uh, if your phone calls that uh, that that are listed, you can get that uh, a copy of it. Of course, we already know. Pretty, I mean, all your all your messages, your iMessage, you can get copies of those. How do you think you all these court these court shows, it cracks me up. I well, shouldn't admit this either, watching uh, court shows. Uh, but you see them all the time when they have these printouts of um, all of their, their messages to prove that they did something. Um, and it's always, you know, you always see either the, most of the time it's iPhone, and you see the, the blue bubbles and the green bubbles. And, um, yeah. But 
that's how they do it in, in most kids. And I may not, and they may not be tech savvy enough they're able to do it, but at least they, there is there's opportunities of being able to print um, messages because you um, you can't you can't get to them that easily um, through iAmazing. Right. So so let's uh, let's start. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, so let's uh, let's start with iCloud. I mean, like I said, this is the easiest, safest way to do it. Um, I highly recommend, and I'm sure you do, to, to to buy at least the 20 gig plan. Is it 20 gig we still have now, or 50 gig? I think um, it's 50. I don't is think it 50 now? Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and it's not that expensive, guys. It's a it's 99 cents a month, so it costs you what 12 bucks a year um, to have 50 gigs of, of storage. And at least if it's just for yourself, and that that should be su- more than sufficient to uh, to back up uh, uh, all your devices. It would be at your iPhone, your iPad, or even your Mac for that matter. Uh, but you won't be backing up much with your Mac. It'd be more, the iOS devices are more what you're backing up. Um, but it backs everything up, you know, backing up all your settings. It remembers all where all your apps are. Um, all your photos uh, will be backed up. Um, the uh, the messages. Um, so it, it's just simple, and it works. You just go in there, and you see, okay, here's the backup. And it, and it, and it gives you a nice visual view of where, um, uh, what's being backed up. Uh, and the way you can get to it is if you go into settings, uh, then you go into, uh, your account, your Apple ID, which would be at the very top, uh, and then tap that you can go into iCloud. Um, and then what it'll do is it'll show a list of all the apps that use iCloud and you can turn them on or off. So if there's an app that you may not particularly use, you can always, um, turn it off. Um, and like like Game Center, I don't play Game Center at all. Why do I need to back that up? I can turn that off if I, if I so choose. Um, of course, the keychain is also backed up uh, through through iCloud, and then then you have the choice of going into the iCloud backup in itself. Once you choose that, it actually tells you the last time the backup ran. Um, in my case, this ran um, twelve forty seven a.m. Um, this morning, so I know I have a good solid backup. Um, and then you just kind of scroll through and check all the rest of the apps. And if you choose you don't want any of these apps to back up, just turn them off. It'll save, it'll definitely save you space at the very top there. It actually shows the storage of how much storage you've used and you can tap manage storage there. And, uh, what it does is, uh, brings you into a, a little bar graph and shows you what, what's making up all of the, all of the backups, um, including photos, docs, others. And then of course, uh, you can have a family plan, which I, I, I recommend that too, uh, where you, uh, you have an iCloud account and it's shared, uh, among all of your family. So that, in that case, you might want to consider, you know, more storage and you can go all the way up to two terabytes. Um, if you want, it's, it'll probably see $15 a month. Uh, but it might be peace of mind to, to have everything backed up and tell you who's using what and why. Um, I'll look, I'm looking at it right now, and I, I got almost 79 gigabytes of photos. That's probably nothing compared to some people uh, you know, when it comes to that. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not too far away from that. I'm, I think about yeah. 100 something. But you, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, with the iCloud. So just with the backup, it does backup automatically when it's on uh, plugged in and on Wi-Fi. I believe is mm-hmm. uh, the default. It will do that um, right once in a while. You can back it up uh, manually by hitting a backup now. Um, a couple. One other thing with the backup uh, in the iCloud is uh, it's very watch uh, Apple Watch friendly. Um, yep. If you do the backup through iCloud. Uh, it's encrypted yes in a sense where you'll get your um if you'll get your um your uh history your health history back and your fitness activity back which is uh, right 
if you do it in some of the other ways, you may or may not get it back. And we could talk, we'll get to that too. But yeah. No, go ahead. So tell us about that. Um, yes. Uh, well, if, do you want to move on to the next one? Mm-hmm. Back no, no, go ahead. Keep going without iCloud. In the iCloud. Um, yeah. So if it will back up the, uh, um, the, the Apple Watch data, uh, as mm-hmm. long as, as well with everything else. So if you do a restore right, right. to a new phone or if you restore the phone, you'll see a watch will kind of erase itself and then restore it back to uh, right. you know, what it was. So you should get everything back that way. It's all encrypted and it's pretty easy. And then the other thing with the family plan or, or more storage, um, you know, on your Mac, you mentioned yep. it. Um, but if you turn on uh, iCloud Drive, your documents... And your desktop will get um, backed up in that storage area too. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't even realize that that's on. And sometimes like their drive will die and, uh, or something happens and they think they lost Boom. everything. And all of a sudden their, their, you know, their documents come back and they're like, how'd you do that? I'm like magic. You know, it's just magic. <laughs> with, uh, with you doing tech support with a lot of people, I'm sure you've uh, had a lot of experience talking about this. So, but that, that's, what's yeah. great about it too, with being able to back up with your Mac too. So if you do a lot of, um, pages numbers or keynote um documents and presentations um you have access to them on your uh, ipad or iphone as well so if you want to be able to view them or edit, edit them or whatnot uh you have that's what's great they all sync together so it's all in one place it really so. is the easiest way to it do really it is all. i mean and the pictures are i mean when you have the icloud photos turned on um yep you know, it's just so cool to have all your photo, your entire photo library on any device that's logged into the iCloud, and of course you could optimize storage if you don't have enough room on on that particular device. But you know you have access to all your pictures, and it's just you know you'll have your phone somewhere, yeah. and you'll be talking to somebody, and I'll say, "Ah, oh, I was at this place, I can't remember." And you're like, wait a second, I know I was there. Let me look at my pictures, do searches, and there. It's powerful. Yeah, exactly. It's very powerful. So. I mean, we could continue on with iCloud and how much. That's why I put it at number one, because I think it's this the number one way to back up. I think you're crazy not to do this. But yeah. you know what? Uh, I could say you could do one, two, or all three of these backup uh, ways of backing up because uh, you never know. I mean, iCloud, yeah, iCloud is definitely uh, solid. I don't think you have to worry about it going anywhere anytime soon. So, uh, But you never know. You might want to have... Uh, uh, a local backup, a backup of your device. And boy, before iCloud, I mean, how much of a pain in the butt it was to deal with iTunes and trying to back up your iPhone every time. I mean, it, it's not fun. It isn't because no. it, it no. just takes a lot of time. It's slow. Um, but there are plenty of people out there. I mean, I've, 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 I've talked to people who are just, no, 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 I can't have anything on the cloud. I'm going to do, I'm going to back it up myself. I want to have a, my own local backup, and that's it. That's it. Um, so, um, okay, well, that's fair enough. So what you could do is um, if you aren't running Catalina yet, you'll still be using iTunes. iTunes has the backup in there. But as I mentioned previous, uh, it's you're backing up using Finder. So once you plug your iOS device in there, um, it's going to show up all the things that you have access to as far as uh, what you want to back up and what you want to save and where you want to back it up. And, and, uh, and, and then and it, all, it puts all the backing up uh, right on to, um, it could be in your external, it can be in your external storage. You can, you can, you could save it with, um, uh, on an external, I say external storage, or if you want to put it on, on your Mac, you could do it that way. But that's the thing. And that's where it's been to be stored. So there's a bit of a risk involved if, you know, maybe the hard drive may fail or there's no cloud backup for it. So you're kind of be out of luck. So, 
What what's your thoughts on the, this, this this way of backing up? Um, yeah, it's just like you said, it's it's slow. Sometimes the cables aren't perfect. Um, yeah, it takes, there's a time when I think of that. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of space too. Um, it does you, you'll especially if you have a lot of you know a larger capacity of film, it it will take some space up. Uh, and if your Mac doesn't have the space, it it will it'll cause some uh, issues for you. Um, just on that, um, mm-hmm. what I tell people is. In iTunes, um, so if you have iTunes and if you go to preferences and then I believe the tab is devices, you'll see a list of all your previous backups in that list. And um, if you see anything from, you know, a long time ago, there's a delete option. So you want to do that because uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find that, you know, a lot of what's taken up room on your computer are those iOS backup files. Uh, and if you don't need them, you can get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, in Catalina, it's in the sidebar. And instead of that, there's a manage backups button. You click on that and it will tell you uh, which backups are there. Um, right. But I've seen, I've seen like 30, 40, 50 gigs worth of uh, like backups from like, you know, 2011, 12, 13, 14. And, I'm, and, and people are calling me with uh, space issues. I'm like, eh, let me do this and go into iTunes and clean it out. Um, so. It, it it's not you know you, you need the room on the computer you need patience and then um you know if it's your only method of backup then you're still at the mercy of the computer uh being healthy if there's a problem with the computer if there's a problem with the drive you're going to lose that backup right. so um you know certainly if you do that you know make sure you have a time machine backup as well to uh, at least get a copy of that also in iTunes, uh, and we'll get to this with the next one, but in uh, yeah, no, um, with iTunes and Catalina, um, there's no real way to move the backup to a different location. It's stuck in its own location. There are ways to do it, but it's not easy. Yeah. Um, so if you're doing that, you're going to take up room on, on your root drive. So um, that's, it's, I, I actually can't, on my MacBook Air, I can't back up my iphone uh 11 pro max to it i don't have the room won't take it so oh on your um, computer on my computer yeah oh yeah because you probably you probably filled that sucker up yeah exactly so that's where you get into number three something like iamazing which does give you the option to save a backup somewhere else uh, such as a uh an external drive so let's yeah let's talk a little bit about iamazing um, and you see them advertised a lot on a lot of podcasts and they're not advertising here. So to, by no means are we, are, are we being, uh, uh, partial because they're advertisers as because they're not. Um, but, uh, these guys are pretty cool. I, I'm very impressed with this product. Um, a very simple way of being able to keeping your messages. And not only is it, uh, in iMessage, like if you're a big WhatsApp user, they, you can back that up. Uh, much simpler to be able to transfer your music back and forth between all of your devices. Um, no more iTunes syncs. You don't deal with that anymore because that's what iTunes used to do before. Uh, easy access to your photos. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Nope, go ahead. No, just, uh, uh, the, the photos is uh, saved yeah, by but a couple of Yeah, you go ahead and tell everybody about the photos. Yeah, I mean, that, it, it literally will, where, where normal backup, you can't granularly pick photos out of it uh, on a phone that's right. having issues or whatever. You could, you could do, you could 
copy photos to the phone. You could copy photos off the phone. I mean, it's just basically like a file manager for photos. And, um, you know, 90% of the things that people try to get back off of a, off of a phone or a backup are the photos, um, mostly because that's the most important stuff that people use it for. Right. Um, and it really comes in handy, uh, to, to be able to kind of grab that stuff off of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, there is, is just endless amounts of, of, of uh, choices of what you can do with, uh, with like backing it up. As we said before, you have a, a very easy, quick transfer. If you have anything like in Safari, it backs that up. Any ringtones that you have, it'll back those up. Your calendar, any other data. Uh, iOS management is, is, is covered um, as well. Uh, and uh, it just gives it, it, it advanced uh, advanced. Uh, backup with that as well so um it, it it really is just uh amazing an amazing tool and uh and i said it i think it's only like 30 dollars. it's not that expensive actually it's gone the price has gone up <laughs> since i bought it um there's, there's a, a there's a there's single a, then there's a universal i would go with the universal because it's only like five bucks more so for 49.99 um you can get uh two licenses for it's both mac and pc brother for that matter so yeah. for those people out there still using a pc you can you can use this app on your pc as well uh, which is cool because um, they were a very Mac-centric uh, company, and, uh, and I think for the most part they are. But they're smart enough to know that uh, there are some Windows users out there still that you know everybody has an iOS device, and they may not necessarily want a Mac. Um, they can do it on Windows yeah. too. And they're not the only one that does it. I, I mentioned before the show started. There's one called iOS uh, Any Trans for iOS. Uh, and that comes with setup. If you're a setup user, you could yep. uh, that's included with it. Um, very similar. Uh, basically, you could manage the content. It's mostly the same things. Um, I'm not. I would have to check to see if iMazing has it too. But uh, uh, any transfer iOS has something called iCloud Manager, which basically you click that, you actually log into your iCloud account, mm -hmm. um, and you could manipulate the data between the phone and the iCloud uh, account as well. Um, which actually comes in pretty handy if you're trying to move data between a phone and some and another like a family member's iCloud account. Um, so you said you said any trans, right? It's called uh, any transfer iOS. Yes, and that's made by I think it's made by iMobi, isn't that? Uh, see about uh, support at iMobi. That would be yep. it. So www.imobi.com is yep. there. Yep, I got it. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, this this app is actually if you are a setup uh, user and if not people are not familiar with setup is setup is a pretty awesome way to being able to get access to a lot of Mac um, applications and all in one place and you pay a flat fee. And I think it's it's, it's really reasonable. It's like so what's that? I'm just gonna pay like maybe seven or eighty dollars for a year. Of, I don't even think it's that much, but I'm yeah, not, I mean, not that man. I mean, not that much. I, I can't remember. I think I did like a two-year plan, so I can't remember what I did. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you know, buying all these apps individually would cost you, you know, a lot more. So yeah, iMobi is the company, and AnyTrans is, and they have uh, they do it with Android too, and Cloud Manager, and then yep. they have uh, they have uh, the app in the too. App Store as well. So um, yeah, and it's it basically, uh, and again, it's very similar to uh, iMazing. It's the same kind of deal, but. Um, so setup is nine ninety nine per month is what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's a deal. If you, yeah. If and you, you can find, you can always find discounts too. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, and and you know, with iOS, they do have a lot of iOS tie-in apps too. So just like any, uh, uh, just like any trans, there's a few others that you know will also tie into an iOS device um, as well. Um, but have have you have you used any, have you have you used both? And what what do you think of coming the comparison of the two? I use both. Um, I had so I got um, I bought iMazing with a, one of those bundles that came. Yeah, me and too. I get, and I got uh, any trans with a with a setup. Um, I, might, I might have. Oh yes, I have setup, so of course I have it. <laughs> yes, so, so I should I, download um, it and try that again because I haven't looked at that in a while. Doing IT support, I've had people bring me my phones and say I need to get something off this, and that's the first thing I do is I try one of those two apps, and uh, and that's uh, you know it's the only thing that lets you selectively extract things out of it. Um, whereas like an iTunes backup or a uh, iCloud backup, there's no real way to, yeah. or no way at all to extract a picture off. So like I'll get somebody that says, you know, there's a picture somewhere and I want to get it off or put it on or whatever. You can't do that with an iCloud backup. So, um, so you know, you use it a lot for that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. Again, with the backup, so we'll do a backup too. Um, and and as I said before, you could um, if you don't have the space on your on your computer, you could back up uh, to a different location, uh, which helps too. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good stuff. I mean, it, it literally like just like we said with the file system, uh, the other one does the same thing. It literally just goes into the you know you'll see things in there that you may not want to play with. Yeah. Um, because it will take you to the, some of the actual file system of, of an iOS device, which is uh, right. not the not don't get confused with the files app because that's different. But this is like you'll see like uh, almost Unix type things in there yeah. that you don't want to play around with too much. With yeah, no, it, you do got you got to uh, tread lightly with this app, both uh, AnyTrans and iMazing for that matter. Don't start monkeying around in, into the system because you you may no, regret it. it. Yeah, you don't want to do that because uh, I don't. I wouldn't even tell you how to fix that. <laughs> so now we've got four ways of doing backups. Um, so and we definitely have all the links in the show notes. I put uh, links to uh, Amazing as well as uh, AnyTrans, and and then I also put in the show notes uh, links to the support articles from Apple uh, relating to backup in Finder and uh, and iCloud or backing up to your computer. I guess we should say. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was a, a good, good session to, and people, like I said, make sure you're backing up your devices. It, yeah. Um, pe- and people, yeah, that's the thing. Just whatever you do back up somewhere. And a lot of people get confused about, um, you know, a lot of people think that they have to go back to their computer to back up and they're asking how to get cables or a computer doesn't recognize it or whatever. Yeah. The, the iCloud is just easiest. I know it costs a little bit of money, but it's just, uh, it's, it's, seamless if it once yeah. it's set up you, you really don't have to worry about it yep so uh let's uh, move on here i i treated this as a topic but actually as i now i look at it it's more probably more of a new story but that's okay um the gmail app uh do you use the gmail app for I- ios at all no nah, i used to i got rid of it, it I, don't, I know there's, there's a few people i've talked to as of late that they actually use the gmail app as their as their primary app and they have all their mail email accounts in there because you can add all your email accounts in one place and, and, and then they kind of just abandoned using uh, the native mail app. So um, it, it's been getting better. Um, I, I, I've started to see a lot more improvement to it. Um, this link's uh, in the show notes and this is uh, under Mac rumors that the Gmail for iOS is now gaining integration uh, to Apple's files app for adding attachments, which actually is a good idea. I like that. Um, and uh, 
in, and they said they're going to start rolling out an update to the, to the Gmail app for, uh, for being able to do that. And, uh, and these iOS devices will now be able to upload attachments right from the native files app. Boy, I'm just telling you, more and more developers are starting to take advantage of the files app on iOS, and this is becoming a computer more and more, don't you think? It's getting there. I mean, there's still issues. Um, yeah. But somebody emailed me a PDF that I had to edit today, and uh, I did it on my Mac, but then I forgot something. She emailed me back to add more to it. So yeah. here I am with my iPhone trying to to do it. <laughs> and I think I got it, but it, it wasn't as easy as it was on a computer, but it's getting there. Yeah, oh, it's getting there. Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect that I'll buy no Mac, but yeah, I mean the Mac is no per- is not perfect either. Nor is the PC for that matter. No. Um, but uh, they said this. Uh, uh, it says as for the rollout timeline, because I I just checked my app today and it's not there yet. Um, they Google is saying there's going to be an extended rollout, which may take longer, up to two weeks for the feed, quote unquote feature visibility. Uh, whether this means it's a server side change or requires an updated version of the app, they they're un- it's unclear yet. So. Uh, be on the lookout for it. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna give you some opportunities being able to utilize the Files app integration with uh, with uh, the Gmail for iOS. Um, the other thing I had in here too was the Shazam. You know, if everybody knows we talked about Shazam before. This is a wonderful app. I mean, Shazam was one of the first apps I ever downloaded on an iOS device because uh, it was so cool to be able to. Uh, uh, asked Shazam to listen to the music is playing and it told you what song it was. And everybody was like so excited about that. Remember that? You, I'm sure you had the app I, when it first came out. I did. And then uh, Siri was able to do it even before they bought Shazam. It, it started to do it yeah. as well. So yeah, of course I'm better than Shazam. I could identify. <laughs> Name that tune in one note. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I need to be on that game show with Jamie Foxx. On, I guess he does beat Shazam. Yeah. So, so. That's right. They do use Shazam to do it. So, exactly. um, so Apple, this is actually today. This was uh, released, this article. So there was this announced earlier, earlier today uh, as we record this, uh, that the song identification uh, app Shazam has a new feature that allows users to search for content. Uh, the refresh version of the app is going to have a new search button right on the home screen that you can use, can be used to look up any artist, song, or lyric. So giving a little more more flexibility, you've been able to find out more about your music, more so than ever. Um, and it says, got a song in your mind? You can, you can now tap the new search button in, in the home screen and search for any artist or song. Can't remember the name of it? Try searching with lyrics instead. So he even search, searches lyrics. So should, it should um, let you uh, whistle uh, if you don't really know. Try to whistle or hum it. Have you tried? It. I haven't, but I wonder if it doesn't. That I would be interesting. It. We're not going to do that here. So <laughs> no, not, not to, I'll try it offline. Um, I guess there was another app. I remember Shazam Encore? I don't even remember what the heck that app did. It was I a don't. paid app at one point, and it was a yeah. counterpart to the Shazam app, but and remove the ads, but I think I don't know why Apple's still keeping that that app functional. Um, I, I guess it. basically it was yeah. just a non non ad version of it. So, but they're both free. So, so I don't free. know why. Yeah, why you would need both? So, yeah, well, like, identify a song and sentence, discover artists, lyrics, videos, and playlists for free. That's what Encore does. Yeah, I don't know how that's different than yeah. Stick with Shazam. It's free. Download from the App Store. Uh, see where it goes, and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll have some uh, mighty fun things to talk about. Well, uh, um, we'll, we'll we'll do the uh, humming test uh, during the week and see how it goes. Um, 
I also had in here that I, and I don't mind, it's not in the notes here, but we, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about the app store a little bit. Um, no, oh yeah, it's in here. Uh, the app store. So I always, I always thought the app store was just kind of like a place that, uh, um, that you uh, just go look at your look at your apps and move on, right? So I think Apple's really done a, has really done a great job of um, of making it robust, so it's 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 easier to to look through things and and, and it has a today. So each day that you open up the app, there's something going on for today. So like if you look at it as as we record this, it shows some incredible Apple Arcade Adventure games that are trying to sell you arcade, of course. Um, and then uh, you scroll down. Uh, their time, meet the developer. Uh, secrets of their self-care app success. Uh, game of the day. And it's got uh, app of the day. And um, so, so it, it's interesting to see what is going to actually be in here each day. So I, I don't know if anybody takes a look at this. And, and you just scroll all the way through to the bottom until you get to, like, uh, here's the basics. I'm not a vegetarian, but it says vegetarian and vegan favorites. And lots of apps there. Um a featured app capture and, and edit with one finger. Uh, so, um, have you gone? I, I, I've, I've forgotten that how great this really is. Um, just getting through this, yeah, yeah. They were criticized at one point because it was hard to navigate, and then I, they took it out of their projects to, to fix, yeah. And they did pretty good. Uh, it, it is a lot more focused, um, the way it is now. Um, you know, they still have the top charts, you have to. Scroll down a little bit, yeah, uh, for it. But you know, the that, top that's, always, that's always a good place to, to look. I love doing that too. I always look. What's the well, what's the top app this week? Yeah, the top free one, the top paid one. Exactly. Like I would always go in there. The old, the old, uh, the old app store. Um, oh wow, dragons, dragons. Uh, I thought it was dragons layer. I got excited. Oh yeah, the old dragons layer. Yeah, um, and then of course it's got all the icons at the bottom, so you can go to, to what's today. Then you have games. And the apps themselves where you can search. Um, and of course, I, we've given this tip of tip before. If you go under apps and you, and you tap the picture of you, um, you can go in and see what was, what was recently updated and you can force the updates. So if they don't yeah. sit, sit and run that, we talked about that before. Um, yeah, yeah and that, that's, and that's where you actually, when you go into apps, that's where it shows the popular apps. Why is Epics now popular? I don't understand that. No, <laughs> that network is not exciting to me. There must anyway. be a show out there that we don't know about. But. Yeah, there must, must have, yeah, people have been downloading it. So, so yeah, uh, take a quick, another quicker look. Of course, the search button there, that's great to be able to search for your app if there's something you're looking for right away to install. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought, that, you know, the app store is, is, is very powerful and just gives you a lot of opportunities to being able to uh, find what you're looking for as far as your apps go, you know? Yep, yep. You know what we're talking about here? Um, all right, so let's uh, let's kick into some tips. And we can what we can do is uh, we have a couple of tips here. And then uh, we've we got two apps we're going to talk about uh, today. And then we'll wrap things up here. Um, of course, we know that um, your iPhone can instantly be turned into uh, to a flashlight, right? And we know how to get to that, right? Uh, maybe not. Um, the The way you get to the flashlight, of course, when you when you 
open up your phone before you use face ID. If you're using a newer one or touch ID, there is a flashlight button that, that appears at the bottom left of the, uh, the home screen before you unlock the phone. So you can tap that button and it gives you the option of being able to use the flashlight. Um, but you also can go to it in control into the control center, which of course um, on the face ID uh, phones, you just drag it from the, t- the top right and it brings it down for you. Um, so then you just tap, you just tap the, uh, the flashlight and, uh, it, it just lights up. If you tap and hold the flashlight, it gives you the intensity so you can make it as bright or, or as, or turn it off right from holding on, holding on to it. Um, so, uh, so it, it is very powerful. And I just remember, I seem to remember all those crazy apps that all these app developers came out with, with flashlight Remember, And then of course, one oh, yeah, of them, right. I think one of them had uh, malware or something in it. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I can um, remember that too. So you you also can tap uh you can you also uh uh tap to turn it off. So again, for older iPhones you have to you scroll the control center from the bottom of the screen. Um and uh uh you can you can also and you know there's also a way of actually setting up for notifications. You ever use this? accessibility I've, I've read the article and i didn't realize you could do that and i might yeah yeah i knew now. i knew it could be done because i had one of the users i was supporting for years i would every time i would be in his office and somebody called him the, the flashlights lighting on and off because to, just to make sure he knows that someone's calling him uh, but cool, you know, for hearing you know hearing impaired um that uh you know that does come in handy so um we actually i actually have a link to to an imore article um on this on this tip um, and it goes through all the details as far as how to, uh, to, to take advantage of what the flashlight does. I think it's a, it's a great, a great read. And, uh, actually this article came out a couple of days ago. So, um, and so yeah. it's very current. So actually, I actually, yesterday, as I record this. So, um, yeah, take a look at that. So we're all always scouring the internet to find some good tips for you guys. And, um, the last tip I wanted to talk about today, this is actually another tip I found. It's on life, life wire, how to add money to Apple pay. Um, do you, have you ever done this before adding, adding cash to your Apple pay cash card besides your, besides what you get from your, from the Apple card, credit card? Um, I did when I first came out to test it and then, um, a couple people paid me through the cash app right. at one point too. So, which is really cool. They can actually add the Apple a cash card in, into an iMessage yep. and yeah, say, here, here's, here's a hundred bucks. I've done that before. So I think for this show, we need to uh, test this out. and ask yeah, We're going to test this out, and then we're going to start asking donations. Okay, yes, send me some cash. Everybody send 10 bucks to the host of the show yeah. uh, through Apple uh, uh, through Apple Card. Um, yeah, it works great. I mean, it works fine. It works. Uh, it's, it's actually faster than PayPal and things like that. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I think Apple started not killing it off, but I think they put it in the back burner when the card came out. When the card came out, right. Yeah, so, but it's still there. Um, and that's how you get your free cash uh, yep. when you get the uh, 2 or 3% when you, when you use the card. All right, well, let's, uh, let's, let's bring it to the home stretch here, talk about two apps that, uh, that one of them I found, apparently I didn't realize you were a huge fan of, because I did just, you just found out that, that uh, this, uh, when we started the show, that I was, uh, was uh, going to talk yeah. about this. It's called Slice. My son the pizza app. This is this is totally amazing. I I, I love it's this app. Yep, it really is. I mean, it's you can. 
it's basically DoorDash for just pizza places. Is yeah. That kind of what and not, not every pizza place participates, I notice, because I go in here and I look at my local pizza place. And of course, in Chicago, Blue Malnati's. That's my, yeah, that's what, that's my favorite. Oh, I love, love those. But you'll find a lot of places that um, don't deliver will right. have it. Um, the slice app uh, listed. So we have a we have a couple of uh, them here that don't deliver that are really good. It's a they're yeah. pies, uh, and it says under more pizzerias to try. And then of course the one that's around the corner from me here, which I'm a huge fan of, honestly, <laughs> it says you can give them a call. So that that's kind of cool because DoorDash or, or GrubHub or I mean, those would never do that. They wouldn't. They don't. They just they're they're. They're aggregating all pizza places, um, which right, is kind of right. cool. I really like that. So, and sometimes, I don't know if you read the article, but sometimes uh, they, they do it without the restaurant's permission, uh, too, and that they, they got caught. So a lot of... You know, oh, right. That was, uh, I think, was that Grubhub or one of those? Live Grubhub, yeah. They yeah. were... Uh, so basically, they listed them uh, as, a, as a place that they'll deliver. And, and right. essentially, the Grubhub delivery, people pick it up... Uh, uh, you know, but they don't say that to, I don't know, it, it was a whole, whole yeah. thing, but yeah. In any case. Yeah. But it's fun. So we've, we've done it and they're actually, uh, slice is really good at, um, rewards too. So if you order, yeah. uh, if you order enough pizza, which, uh, I guess my son and I have, um, for the <laughs> wife's uh, you'll, yeah, you'll get it's a, easy to do. You get like a dollar or you'll get free, uh, free, delivery or some things like that so it it, it works See, the, pretty well yeah. we do we, we we tag team uh we tag team this uh uh and and uh you ended up talking about the app more than i did but that's okay because i no, i downloaded it I'm, I, I haven't i haven't or you have at least had the experience of ordering through it i had not as of yet but i just thought this was a great great app to, it's, to, it's easy. to bring attention yeah, to everybody I mean, Easy and it works. And I think they do Apple Pay too. They do. So when you order something, yeah. you could uh, you could use Apple Pay to pay for it. Yeah. So um, and then uh, your app. Go ahead and tell us about your app. Uh, this app is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. So I, I play um, I play piano, uh, and um, I bought myself last week a uh, it was like a ninety bucks on Amazon. It's a, it's a just a MIDI keyboard. It doesn't have speakers you plug in the MIDI uh, through USB to a device. Yeah. And uh, so I've been playing around with it and I plugged it into my Mac and I use GarageBand. But then I'm like, you know what? I have an iPad Pro. Uh, Why not? With, US- with USB-C. Um, so I plugged it right into uh, uh, the iPad Pro. Actually, I used a, a hub so I could power the thing and plug it in at the same time in the yeah. iPad Pro. And it actually worked better than the Mac in a lot of ways. It actually... Uh, it, it was more responsive. It was easier to to control. It didn't take up as much room, and it pretty much did everything the same thing uh, the the Mac did. Um, you just got to you know learn a couple of uh, you know play around with it to uh, yeah. learn how to edit the tracks. It took me a while. I had to Google how to uh, delete a track out if you made a track, and it's not super obvious in some of the ways. But once you get used to it, it's really uh, yeah. it's really easy and fun. So um, that that's my pick of the week just to, to play with that. Actually. Uh, Yep. I'm I'm thinking uh, with the even with my phone, I I think in my basement somewhere I have a there you lightning, go. I have a lightning USB connector somewhere. Yeah, no, it's I I actually edit this podcast with GarageBand on the Mac, um, but I need to look at that further because there is also another app out there called Ferrite, uh, 
um, that uh, does editing. In fact, uh, Jason Snell on Six Colors actually did a review of being able to edit his podcast using uh, that. Uh, so, uh, but uh, for for the purposes of what you were talking about, this is for being for music. Uh, GarageBand is is amazing. For for being free, it's just incredible for what it does. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's uh, it's more than music, like you said. It's podcast. Some people make ringtones out of it. Uh, I mean, it does a lot of things. Um, but it's a uh, kind of a gateway into the uh, the other one that um think that's really expensive, and I think they still sell it. The uh, yeah, what's their their more? Uh, oh, uh, Logic Logic Pro is a Logic Pro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's like three hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So I don't know if I'm <laughs> no I'm need not ready to, for that unless bit. you're a serious audio editor that you need to be doing that kind of stuff. Just like. Uh, Final Cut Pro, which I did buy um, because I wanted to really learn it, and it's it's a, for video. Um, for video, uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, sort of like the iMovie. The iMovie yeah, it's uh, a, that's the uh, the the advanced version of what iMovie does. So, yeah, exactly. uh, a lot of a lot of pros actually use uh, uh, Final Cut Pro too. So, all right, wow, that was that was a great yeah. show. <laughs> It a was, lot to talk yeah. about. I knew. I knew we had. I knew that we would get through all this. And, uh, and I thought it was talk, a slow week. But there you go. No, I came up with some good topics. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, and I think I hope everybody enjoyed the, everything we talked about. So, uh, for that, this is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address: feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. You can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. And it's also, also iHeartRadio. And uh, better yet, just go to our website, intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the places to listen to us are there. And I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And uh, Warren, where, they can, where can they find you? So you can find me mostly in the uh, Facebook uh, groups uh the mac to the future facebook group is where i hang out probably yep. the most um you could also find me uh on twitter uh at w Sklar. and uh i do the uh obviously this podcast with uh mr dave ginsburg uh <laughs> that you're listening to and uh dave and i also do another podcast or a live yes. cast I mac guess, to the future go the mac to the future go with guy Searle. um and we do that wednesday nights at around eight o'clock if we could get technology working <laughs> unless uh, he's unless he's playing with something <laughs> if he touches it then it might explode before we go yeah. on but um it's a it's a fun it's a fun it show is. it's a fun group so come join us if you yep. uh, if you hear if you hear three thousand plus thriving members yeah. so get in there it's a, it's, a, it's a big Facebook group, and that's how I met Born, and uh, go check it out. So, All right. Thanks, everybody. Really appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.